Good morning and welcome to another episode of FNF doing a podcast with Curtis Wakanda's very nipsu grief counselor. And uh, I'm gonna talk uh, gonna talk this morning. Uh, it's gonna it's Sunday. Consider it a hands free uh, Monday morning drive home from work. And uh, I uh, I listen to the Where's My Appreciation uh, Trophy podcast. Uh, it's got some great ladies that uh talk about a lot of the, a lot of things a lot of issues that we now have as our elder millennials or even elder elder millennials i i'm uh, like uh i am right now i'm 50 so i don't know what the what i don't know how you would describe that uh, elder millennial uh but uh they talk about a lot of things and one episode they had today was about uh anxieties i definitely Feel you should check it out. It's great. It's a great listen. Uh, but I kind of want to piggyback a little bit on that and talk about uh, not anxieties, but how did we survive as Gen X? You know, all those all those people right now that are in their fifties and sixties. How did we survive? Because we literally drove and rode bikes uh, through through everything. And I, I sometimes wonder that, you know. Uh, I sometimes really, really wonder. I sometimes really wonder about that. Uh, because it was it was crazy back then. Uh, I can honestly say, uh, and I'm gonna give some examples. I remember the days of uh, walking around the neighborhood of uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard in my hometown of Baltimore, Oklahoma. And I remember going to, uh, I think behind the apartments, there was a, there was a, a train track. And along the train track was a ditch, watery ditch. And those watery ditches sometimes had killed crawdad holes. And me and my cousins would go fish for crawdads. We would do that because, you know, uh, crawdads make good fishing lures for fishing. And we would sometimes go and we would pick those out. Uh, I couldn't imagine my daughters who are seven and eight, who are three and uh, my my one daughter is getting ready to be uh, eight years old in September. I couldn't imagine. Uh, going and doing those crazy things now, uh, uh, having them go through those things now. I remember when I was my daughter's age, and I would walk around neighborhoods. My best friend Joel was up the street, not that far up the street from me, and I would walk over to his house sometimes. Uh, our only fear back then was uh, dogs. Uh, that uh, I love dogs now uh, uh, back then the dogs that we had around me that I experienced around me were never treated right and there was a Doman Pincher that lived up to the Doman Pincher stereotype and I I avoided him I didn't want to I, I didn't want to be caught by him uh, one, he, one Doman Pincher his name was Precious and he was far from precious because he was 
always mean and nasty to the kids around the neighborhood. And Precious, uh, one summer, uh, got hit by a car. And that was the first summer, honestly, where we could walk around the house or near, walk outside without having to worry about the, the, the gate of the next door neighbors being open and Precious running out. And I'm rest in peace, Precious. And, and, and that's horrible for what happened to him. But man, that, that was a safe summer. Uh, but our only anxiety was that. Other than that, we, we didn't have any fears like that. We didn't have any fears of somebody taking us away. The, those fears existed because, you know, serial killers, uh, child serial killers were out there. and They were very prevalent. But we didn't have those worries like that so much in, in my neighborhood. Uh, we didn't worry about, I didn't, in my neighborhood, I didn't have to worry about uh, a gang of kids trying to recruit me and jump me in for a gang. We didn't have to worry about that. We only worries was, you know, neighborhood dogs chasing us when we were on our bikes trying to go to hunts. There was a Vietnamese family that uh, lived on the corner in my neighborhood, and they had a dog who, without fail, would immediately chase kids down uh, if the gate was open. I never understood why that family never closed their fucking gate, but they left it wide open, and that dog would, without fail, run out there and chase kids down, chase adults down, chase anybody down. And I remember timing it when that dog would go around the house of when of trying to go uh, to Hunt's because Hunt's Grocery where, you know, you could get soda pop and you could get candy. And that's the only worry you had to worry about. You know, we all, we all knew Wood's house had the dogs that you didn't want to see that would chase you. And we all knew you had to be at a good speed because you didn't want the dog to be out there in the street in front of you. Uh, he would chase you down. And that was the only worry. That was the only, that was the only worry. And I, some in hindsight, I think maybe that dog, if uh, I had met him as old, I think there could be a way you could somehow communicate with that dog but this isn't a dog uh, episode this is about anxiety this is not about anxiety so much this is about how did we survive as a kid because we also had to deal with and we also without fail were quick to jump on four wheelers when we're out in the country with family or visiting grandma and we would jump on four wheelers without a helmet and drive and ride and drive them so fast. I remember getting on uh, four wheelers with my cousins, with my bigger cousins, and we would and they would drive the four wheeler and they would just be down the road without missing a beat, and it would fly down the road. And this wasn't flying down the road. Uh, at a safe pace. No, this is flying down the road, kicking up dirt, kind of flying down the road. It was it was that kind of situation. But how do we survive that? Well, by luck, we survived that. 
because it was insane some of the, the degree of danger that we put ourselves in as kids and not knowing it. Even riding bikes as a kid, we didn't care. There was a there was a bridge in our neighborhood, uh, not in the neighborhood. There was a bridge in our town that, without fail, I made sure that I didn't want to be. I didn't. I remember taking a chance one time, and uh, I remember riding on that bridge. That bridge was ridiculously high to me because we always talked about uh, going on that bridge and riding our bikes down down it. And I was like, oh, no way, I'm not going to do that. And I remember one time doing that because we we drove out. We rode bikes out uh, beyond our neighborhood and because uh, we, we wanted to go to Dicus and get some, uh, get some comics. And I remember taking that risk and doing that. I remember as a kid... Uh, leaving uh, my school in second grade and thinking, using my logic, I'm gonna walk to home. I'm gonna walk home like everybody else does, because all my kid, all my classmates, there's always one kid talking about, you know, they walk home. I'm gonna do that too. Uh, it didn't work out so well. I remember walking from the school. I remember getting to the bridge. I remember getting to the uh, a big bridge in order to head home. I remember walking uh, on that bridge, said bridge, and I remember I didn't want to walk further down the road because a couple of houses down, uh, the dog that was at the Vietnamese family's house. And he would chase you, so I took another direct. I took another route uh, down the road, and yes, I didn't know if there were any dogs there, but I was walking, and to this day, I don't know how I managed to get as far as I did without breaking off and crying. I do remember uh, getting to. Uh, I'm trying to remember this lady's name because it was a nice lady. Who owned a uh, little uh, mom and pop uh, convenience store that sold uh, orange pop, and she had chili, uh, chili, chili Frito pies. And I remember you being so scared that uh, I walked over to her place, and basically I broke down. And uh, she ended up calling uh, for my mom and dad to come and get me. And my mom was furious with that I walked. Uh, I didn't get a whooping for it. I was surprised. Uh, my mom just kind of yelled and couldn't believe it that I did this. And said, so and so was going to pick you up and they were wondering what happened to you. They thought you were taken. And and so that that part was scary for them as a parent i can understand now i would have oh my god i would have i would have lost my mind if emma had done that if my daughter had done that but but that's that that was the last time and only time that i ever did that i just i never ever did that again but yeah how did we survive as kids because we got through some crazy shit y'all we got through some crazy shit. And even to this day, I still ask my the question, how? 
sometimes. It's 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 wild. But anyway, uh, that's the thought that popped in my head. I'm finally home, and I just thought I'd share that with y'all. But this has been FNM doing a podcast. I'm Curtis, and we'll be talking shortly.